You need to come closer to me, April. Get cozy, girl. I don't girl. smell. I showered this morning. You just kind of have to lean in kind of how Brie is. Hello? A little bit more normal, you know, come on. Like this? Like, yeah, a little closer to the mic. I'm facing towards it? Yeah, and it sounds better if you come closer. <laughs> <laughs> Here, just, just so you can hear what this okay. sounds like. <laughs> Actually, it sounds hard to do what the fuck I asked you to do. <laughs> Okay. Just like there take you your upper body. There you go. Yeah, you lean your upper that'll body. That'll be good like that. Better, like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Bree, right. you can probably split the difference from where you are. Like right here. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Bree's got the the radio lean totally down. <laughs> Let me take a picture of you guys. Okay, I think we're ready. Yeah. Sonora, if you think everything sounds, you're really get warm, in there, Bree. Do that lean. <laughs> <laughs> you're really warm. Do that lean. There we go. All right, here we go. Ready and. Hi, friend. It's me, Jen, and we're back with another episode of the podcast. Woo! Hey, everybody. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> oh, my Hello. goodness. One of these days, we're going to get this intro thing down. <laughs> it's not today, but one day. So we have three friends joining us today, two usual suspects. We have April. Hey, girl. Hey. We have Bree. Hello. And a new voice. We have Apple from Toronto. Hey. Hey, so um, also we have a little shout out today. Friend of the podcast, Sonora, is here with all of her microphones and her equipment. So we actually sound like a legitimate thing going on here. So thank you to our silent engineer, Sonora. Yay! We're so happy to have you. So, um, okay, before we get started, of course, we all have drinks. Um, I am having a Riesling that is from Niagara Falls? Yes, is it's that from correct? Niagara Falls. Apple, you know what this wine is, right? Yes, so um, that's April's birthday wine. So we went to a winery that was run by students for students. So as part of this college, so everything that they make and produce and teach there all goes back to the school. So it's, it was a pretty cool wine. Nice. It's actually really tasty, too. I like Rieslings, and it's it's really, really good. So, uh, Brie, what are you drinking today? I, too, am having the Riesling. It's pretty good, actually, yeah. Yeah, it is good. April? I'm having the same thing, too. It's okay. damn good. All right. Awesome. So, Apple, Toronto is in the house. Yes. Raptors. So... Apple is a California girl who recently relocated to Toronto with her husband. So, um, of course, we know that the Raptors won the NBA Finals, and you live downtown. I mean, you live, like, right next to Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, I live in basically the center hub of the entertainment district. Okay. So what has it been like down there after the Raptors won the, the whole shebang? Um, so after they won the championship, the city went crazy. Like everybody like went to Jurassic Park, which is just the square outside of Scotia Arena. And everybody just partied there. And since the game ended at midnight, they partied until 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Mm-hmm. And then today was the parade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was, it was yesterday. Absolute shit show. It was like they couldn't hold two million people that came into Toronto. Um, the floats barely moved. It took them four and a half hours to go one mile. Is that just because is that just because people are in the way or like oh okay. No, my anxiety has already, my anxiety has already shot through the roof just thinking about it. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, did you see Drake? I did not see Drake. Okay, well. So, yeah. That's a bummer. Was, were there cardboard cutouts of his head? Please tell me there were cardboard cutouts of his head. She's all oh. walking through the crowd like, Drake, <laughs> Drake. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe next time. But I, I'm sure that you're glad that the NBA season is over because it actually kind of sounds like a nightmare. They're still celebrating. Okay, well, hopefully it dies down. Do they have, a, do they have Canadian football in your city? Um, they have arena ball. I think oh, okay, yeah. Right? Arena football, yeah. It's not the same. That's not really <laughs> But you've been going to uh, you've been going to Jays games, right? Is Blue Jays? I have, um, but I don't know any players. Okay. I just sit and drink beer and root for the Jays. Okay. Do they win games though? Uh, they won against the Yankees. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Anybody who wins against the Yankees are awesome in my <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been a fluke, but I mean, you take a win over the Yankees for sure. We uh, just went to the Padres. Who did they even play? The Nationals? The Nationals. the Nationals. Lord, we almost got shut out. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was a sad little moment, but I think they scored a run at like the ninth inning. Yes, it was the very last inning. I don't I, even remember watching that game. I would have been okay with that. I'm not exactly a Padres fan, so. Free. Well, what fan are you? Oh, that was a fluke, I'm sure. Every time a player would come up on the Jumbotron, Jen would be like... (laughs) I was super... Okay, so I had been drinking. (laughs) On the first podcast, I had mentioned that I was boycotting craft cocktails, which I did. I drank nothing but wine. Oh, wait, I did have a beer. But I drank wine, and I was... um, You had two beers. Oh, <laughs> well, no, wait, 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 no. I bought one beer and drank someone else's beer. That's yes. different. 
Okay, okay. I drank Mario's beer. That's still drinking two beers. Touche. <laughs> I did have two beers, but um, I was a little on the thirsty side, and the Padres... <laughs> she was thirsty for beer and for men. <laughs> the Padres had a nice lineup. I'm not going to lie. Like, there were there were some good-looking dudes up there. There were some... There were some dudes on that team that can definitely get it. So I just made that very clear as each one came to the base to do their thing. There was we almost had our in front of us. Tank. Okay, I have a, here, okay, I have a gripe. Okay, Apple, how do you feel about children being at sporting events? It's all depending on what sport. Baseball. Yeah, baseball is a, um, children can go to baseball games. Yeah, but don't you feel like kids kill your vibe? <laughs> kids mad. This is, this is coming from a girl who's thirsty over beer and thirsty for men. You had, no, had no time for kids. I don't, because look, I want to go to the game. I want to act a fool. I want to be silly. I want to cuss. I don't want to hold back. I had to hold back. The kids were like right in front of us. They were like right there. I hope they don't know what he can get it means, because I said it like <laughs> 500 times. <laughs> I mean, can there be like a 21 and up night? Like, I feel like a Friday night game, 21 and up. Is, am I asking too much? No, I think that there should definitely be sections that are geared towards families just because kids are loud, yes. they're annoying, yes. parents constantly talking to them, you gotta get up, take them to the bathroom, gotta feed them, they cry, gotta change their diapers. Like, I'm not a big fan of kids in general. Right. But especially at like giant public events, like have a family section yes. where you're going to be around people going through the same thing and nobody else has to deal with you and your family. Yes. No. My parents were trying to enjoy themselves. So, uh, no. But I mean, I feel like. I feel like a family-friendly section is highly appropriate because, I mean, even as an adult, I remember going to a Chargers game where the man in front of me was just foul. He was just foul. And there were kids around us, and I was like, dude, like, you got to bring it down a notch. You're, you're out of control right now. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure he paid a really good penny for those tickets. And I want to go, and I want to be myself, and I want to express myself however I want. That's the thing I don't like about being around, like, parents, especially, like, younger kids, is that they then start parenting the people around them. Like, you need to be quiet and watch your mouth around my oh, kid. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Tell your kid not to repeat what I'm saying. Leave your kid at home. I'm sorry. That's rude. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. But, like, I just feel like there's, there's a time and place. I mean, in, our, in their defense, none of us here are parents. So, I mean, who knows? Five years from now, I could have my kid at the bar and be like, you know what, fuck you, I brought my kid to the bar. I know. I just feel like if I bring my kid, they're going to be subject to what... I mean, I'm not going to turn around and parent someone, you know, because I know what it's like to be on the other end, but I don't have any kids right now, so please stop bringing your kids to these events where I want to be myself. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, before we move on to the next topic, I forgot, we do have a corrections corner moment. In the first episode, um, April brought up what she thought was called the Pippi Longstocking Syndrome. Turns out there's no such thing. 
There is something similar to it, but I'm not going to talk on it because I'm not an expert. Once she gets her... Oh, do you want to tell her what the syndrome was? The syndrome of what? The one that I described as Pippi Longstocking? Yeah, the Pippi yeah, one. The Pippi oh, okay. Uh, basically, someone who's just like overly optimistic <laughs> to the point where they can't really think realistically. It's April. It's April in a nutshell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't know where I got that from. Apparently, I pulled it out of thin air. But Google and look up overly optimistic personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we just wanted to put that out there because April was not feeling good about that. Oh, oh, we got a little insider information here. Hang on a second. Oh. Um, apparently the syndrome is called Pollyanna. Oh, oh. Okay. is Pollyanna also a literary, literary yes. character? Yes. Oh. yes. Oh, I don't know anything which, about which Pollyanna. Have you ever seen Pollyanna. Oh, it's the one where she falls out the window. What? That doesn't sound. What? What on God's earth? Okay, I don't know anything about that. Wait, 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 wait. I thought Pollyanna was this wholesome, like, do gooder. She was uh -huh. southern. Yeah. She has blonde hair, right? Yeah. And she has, a, like, pigtails, really long braids. Freckles and pigtails. I got her and Pippi Longstocking ah! confused. <laughs> they but both yeah. do have no. that going on yeah, in common. She's got like an obsession with like prisms and rainbows and she was like in a second story and was leaning out to like catch the light or something and then fell out the window and ends up paralyzed. So it's really oh sad. Oh my God. But <laughs> <laughs> that's really, that's, that's even more I tragic than Pippi. Became paralyzed, but why is it so tragic? It's an, like an early, sent, like turn of the century story, so you know it's got that tragic. Thing so, about is it. the moral of the story like, don't be overly optimistic because you will die or like be paralyzed? <laughs> no, she didn't die. I don't know. She was still like happy even after becoming paralyzed. So, oh well, that's unfortunate. Okay, these are both unfortunate. <laughs> Young children. <laughs> yeah. I never read the book. I just watched the movie as a kid. I think Disney produced it back in the day. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. But at least you know now it's Pollyanna syndrome, not Pippi Longstocking syndrome. Thank you, Sonora. Yes, thank you, Sonora. She came, she came through with the insider information. So, um, Apple, so you moved away several months ago and... Tell, like, give us the insider scoop about Toronto, because as Americans, all we hear about Canada and Canadians is that, you know, it's just peaceful and calm, and everyone is super nice, and just, I mean, it's a, it's a real Pollyanna situation going on up there in Canada, <laughs> as far as we know. Now, tell us, give us the inside scoop of what it's like to live in Toronto. Girl, we have all the time. Tell us. Oh, my gosh. I'm about to get, like, heated if I start talking about all, like, about Toronto. Um, first of all, Canadians aren't nice. Okay. I, I'm waiting to meet a, a genuinely nice person from Canada. Oh, dear. Like That's I, a bold yeah. statement. Like, if I had to go to, like, Manitoba or, like, the Yukon to find, like, the 
ideal Canadian, you cannot find it here in Toronto. Um, my sister lives in Manitoba, and it's the, it's the only place in Canada that I've been, and I will say that those people were very stereotypically Canadian. Now, yeah. she lives in Brandon, which is a college town. I mean, it's just, it's nothing like, you know, any of the major cities, especially Toronto. So maybe the city folk are just different than the country folk. If there is a Torontonian that is going to be listening to this, they're going to be like, ah, that mm, Bless it. Bless it. But uh, I, I've spoken to many, many Torontonians, and they do have that same, um, the same thing that I'm saying. Like, maybe it is just big city living, but people are just, they're not nice in the city. Mm. They don't hold elevators for you. They, um, they have their earbuds in in their own in their own little world, and they just brush by you. If you make eye contact with them, like any normal person would smile or acknowledge that you exist in life, mm-hmm. they look at you like they look through you, like past you. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people travel in and out of the city that maybe they're just tired <laughs> and angry. <laughs> it could be. It could be. So being from or going and visiting big cities in the U.S., do you feel like you get that same sentiment in other big cities like, say, New York or Los Angeles? I think they're nicer in New York. It's kind of refreshing to hear how other countries are viewing us and what they're saying about America. Right. So do you feel like you have to dispel a lot of myths about Americans? Mm-hmm. And I was like, can you please ask me this question in six months while I'm more comfortable <laughs> and I know that I have a permanent position, then I will tell you my true, my true thoughts on that. Oh my gosh. So you're being, yeah. you're being nice, calm, quiet Apple at this new gig. Yeah. Okay. So tell us the good things about Toronto. What do you love about Toronto? Um, it's very convenient. Like you can walk like 10 feet and go into a bar or go into a restaurant. The city is always lively. I mean, it's city living. Yeah. Everybody wants to live in a big city, and it's exciting. I'm staring out my window, and I'm looking at skyscrapers and the nightlight. It's really, really cool. Okay, what about the food? (laughs) (laughs) When I was there, we had some really good Asian food. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I've had the... What place did we go to? That one place in... Uh, the Was it the Thai food or... It's called Pai. Uh, Pai, yeah. Yes. That place was bomb. And what kind of food was it? Thai food. Oh, th- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm with it. I promise. Well, is there anything else that we should know that we maybe don't know about Toronto or living in Canada? Can you breathe, Apple? Are you okay over there? I'm trying to not bash on Toronto because I've only been here like seven months. But with everything the big city has to offer is exciting. But the excitement wore off like three months into living in the city. But I think that's also because, you know, you're there with just 
you're not there with like a group of friends or your family to go out and explore it. So that's going to, I think, have a little bit of a negative light on the whole thing. Where if you had more people there, it would be more exciting. I mean, he and I have explored Toronto to the max. Like, living in the city, we've walked everywhere. We've explored, like, all the hidden treasures. We've done basically what you can do in the city. Um, but it's different. Like, it is nice going to the stores. As I said many times over text messaging, we have to drive an hour outside of the city to go to Costco mm. or to go to the grocery store and, like, load our car up and, you know, come back in. It takes a couple hours. It's like an adventure. Like, living in the suburbs, you get to drive down to Albertsons or whatever and be 10 minutes away, load your stuff up, go park in the driveway, unload your groceries all within, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to go to the corner grocery store, like, that's, like, three blocks away, you can only buy stuff as much as you can carry, like, three or four blocks, you know? Yeah. Before things start getting heavy and being inconvenient. Do you have a little grocery wagon that you take with you? Oh, I saw one of those. Wait, someone brought one of those into the museum? Okay, so I went to the museum on Saturday, and for some reason, this person brought a grocery cart <laughs> into an art museum. What was in it? Nothing. That's the thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's got, maybe he's here with like a kid and he was like toting his kid along or something. But I looked around, I'm like, there was not a baby or child in sight. It was, was just an empty cart. It was an empty canvas wagon. <laughs> he was going from painting to painting, tugging it behind him. And I was like, oh, maybe he was trying to see what would fit in the wagon. Was uh, there a maybe farmer's Maybe he was market? trying to steal what's that, like a painting. What was that? Was there a farmer's market nearby? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a mystery. Yes, a it's good thing. A feast for your eyes. Oh. There are so many good-looking people here. All kinds of variety. <laughs> all ethnicities, all sizes, all types of beauty. Nice. It is a feast for your senses, for your <laughs> eyes, for your ears. Sometimes on your nose, because some of them don't wear deodorant. Oh, <laughs> my God. See, you knew it was going to drop off. It couldn't all be good. <laughs> Woo, the third. <laughs> you sound like me at the Padres game. Seriously, I'm telling you, like the first month we were here, I could not stop staring at people. They were walking like, oh my God, like they were gorgeous. Men, women, they were in their nice suits, they were in their casual clothing. They looked like they just stepped out of like a fashion magazine, like in their Sunday casuals going to brunch. All right. I was like, fuck, I want to be friends with these people. Mm, so Toronto is where it's at for the eye candy. Yes. Duly noted. But also, I heard dating is hard in the city. Oh, <laughs> downside. <laughs> why, why have you heard that? Okay, so um, I've talked to a couple single girls at my work. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm trying to get friends out for you guys. Yay, um, friends. Yay. They said it's because a lot of people live outside of the city, mm -hmm. and so they're commuting back and forth, and who wants to drive an hour into the city to meet somebody for coffee? Or there are very, some people are very superficial, mm -hmm. like they can only, they have to be a level 10 like they are. Like if the person thinks they're a level 10, which sometimes they're not a level 10, but their mentality is, they only go for level 10s and above. 
and the guys, it's like so many more women than men that the guys kind of have like a picking, like they can pick and choose who they, who they want. Well, that's pretty much most places. There's more women yeah. than men in the world. Because anyway. I know because girls in Southern California have it easy because there's more men down there. Because of uh, all the military no? bases. <laughs> yes, girl. Mm. like the military and stuff. Says, <laughs> says the um, married one. The only the married, married one. one on the show. Well, I want you girls to come visit me in Toronto. We want to come visit you in Toronto. We got a place to stay, so that cuts the expenses like in half. Heck yeah, her place is amazing. <laughs> it is awesome. Like, you saw all, I felt like I was in an, a movie. <laughs> Were you living your best life I for was a week? Living my best life for a couple days. I like would open the windows to my bedroom, and there was like the view of the city. I can imagine Vanessa Carlton playing in the background. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Amazing. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton is your choice for the cosmopolitan that is Toronto. <laughs> I'm imagining like White House is playing while she's opening. I'm like, oh, doesn't that sound very suburban? Yeah, this is like an interesting <laughs> music choice for your like Toronto. You have that night. little like piano bit going. Interesting song choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then at nighttime, some like really cool like. EDM house music. Okay, that's more like it. Now I'm on your groove now. But daytime's Vanessa Carlton. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> What's that one where she's like talking? If I could walk, like, was it? But when the piano where she's if like, If I could fall. Ooh. Never mind. That was Jen ewing her own voice. <laughs> that's like my romantic comedy, I'm in a city song. Mm, interesting. Well, we definitely want to come to Toronto and visit for sure. Yeah. We got to just capitalize on all the positive things you said about Toronto. Not all negative about Toronto. No, you're Toronto good. Toronto does have a great, great life, and I'm just trying to get situated. In yeah, you're, just, you're new, and you're navigating, and you're getting settled in. Yes. We got it. Oh, it's still 60 degrees right now, and it's the middle of June. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, well, is there still snow up there? Nope. It just started getting warm like last in the last couple weeks, like two weeks or three weeks ago. It just started getting warm. Isn't that good weather though? Sixties. Sixty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, isn't that good for Canada? Yeah, it's good for Canada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not compared to here, where last week it was like ninety-seven at yeah. my house. The weather here has been awful. Because it's 60 degrees one day and 118 the next. Jesus. And we don't know. I mean, I'm exaggerating. But seriously, it swings 20 to 30 degrees. We don't know what to wear. I wore fucking boots today. <laughs> it, was, it was a mess. I wore a dress the day before. No one knows how to dress. It's awful. I don't know what this weather is doing out here. But I don't like it. Yeah. I'm over it. But I know I'm going to be complaining real bad in about a month. Uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready. I've, it's already been those mornings where you have that one bead of sweat that rolls down the back Whoa. after you got out the shower and you just want to jump off the building. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't like being sweaty like that. When I'm trying to get ready, I just got out the shower. That's the worst. Don't you have the air conditioning on? No. 
These two live in a sauna, Apple. Like, Look, we are trying to we are trying to keep our utility bills low. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be a hundred degrees in a month and we're really gonna need to use it then so we can conserve now. Yeah. Well, right. until then it's tank tops, shorts, putting our hair up. Yep. And that one bead of sweat rolling down your back. <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced that. What do you what? mean you've never experienced? Okay, I what mean, is your, hold on a second. Hang on. You don't get hot. You don't get cold. You're never in a bad mood. <laughs> what kind of person? I have, Apple has seen me in a bad mood. Yeah, Apple, yeah. how often? Once every six months? I'm in a bad mood every other minute. <laughs> I mean, like her, her patience is like zero. Like April becomes when April's in a bad mood, like she just snaps. <laughs> yeah, but I spontaneously snaps, right? Like it comes out of nowhere. Like she just, and like she bottles it up, and all of a sudden you say the word dark, and it's like, <laughs> and like just choose your face off. She's laughing now because she's okay. going to snap on us later. No, I'm laughing because it's kind of true. I know, but how, but how often does that happen? Not, uh, it takes, I feel like it takes a lot for you to really get to that point. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should ask Apple. I could go and spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you guys are also related. Yeah. So Apple and April are sisters, okay? So I'm sure that you know how to push... Your sister's yeah, buttons. <laughs> Apple walks into the room and April's set off. It's like, how dare you breathe in my presence? I don't know, like, man. Two of the things, two of the things April, it sets April off in like this mood. Two things that I know that totally set her off. One, when she's really, really tired. Yeah, I can give you that. Mm. Seen that. Over, and she's overstimulated. <laughs> she's over, over, she's Wait, what's what's overstimulated? I don't know what that means. Like, like do you I, get I mean, sensory overload where you're like, this I, I is just too much? I don't know. I don't know what yeah, I don't know what sends me over the edge though. Yes, when you're in like a bad mood and if somebody's being too loud or there's too much happening, or, then yeah. you are like uh, everything irritates you. Remember like, when oh, we were okay. remember when we were at Vista Village noise. Pub and I had sensory overload when someone like dropped that dish and there was like music <laughs> <laughs> there was like music playing, there was like 20 people talking and I just like freaked out. Yeah. That's sensory overload. Oh, okay. To an extreme, Jen is very sensitive. I'm extremely okay. sensitive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Dang that. Into... <laughs> Insert elevator music. <laughs> I need to get a drink. Hold on, hold on. Be right back. I'm going to get a drink. Okay, we're back. We had a little break. We refilled our drinks. We're on um, glass number two of the Riesling. It's good. It's hitting. Oh, what are you drinking now? You got something green. That's not Riesling. It's juice. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the juice. And it smells bad. Oh, she's got some green drink. 
It's healthy for you, though. But I love how you just down some. You just down some yes, wine. Yes, swamp water. You just down some wine, and now what are you doing with this? I feel like that's not a good mixture. I'm offsetting the alcohol with something healthy. Okay. Fair. I feel like that's gonna offset your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your stomach's gonna be offset later, but um. It's what? It's good to be regular. She's already regular. She has her Metamucil in there. Yep. And my Yakult. <laughs> Wait, cut that out, please. No, the people at work no, are going to listen to this. No. <laughs> you stay regular. That's a good thing. It's good to stay regular. You be proud of your Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> your gut health. That's good for you. My gut health. Why does that sound so... Uh... You're 32 and drinking Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... I came out to have a good time. <laughs> and I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> Raise your hand if you feel personally victimized in this moment. Raise your hand if you feel personally victimized by Apple. <laughs> All, everyone in Toronto, everyone. raise your hand. <laughs> All of Toronto is raising their hands right now. <laughs> okay, but um, on a more serious note, I... <laughs> Oh, I thought Sonora was laughing. <laughs> she was. <laughs> on a more serious note, there is there is a topic that I do want to hit on because um, I'm going to be open and candid. Your girl is going through it. <laughs> There's a lot going on on this side of the table. Um, I've been under a lot of stress at work and just in life in general, and I feel like, I feel like I'm not coping very well. And it's kind of one of those things where I'm at the point where I really, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm trying to do 8 million things at once to make it better, but nothing's actually helping. So what do you girls do when you find yourself under stressful circumstances? I'm not talking about every day, like, you know, I just had a bad day at work or like I'm tired. Like when you're nearing like, crisis mode. How do you know when you're nearing crisis mode and what do you do when you get there? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <"We're>, <laughs> if I talk on this, it's going to go dark. <laughs> That's okay, Brie, go dark. It's a dark moment. It, no, when it gets to like that really low bad point, that's when like the depression really hits hard and it's mm -hmm. the, I'm isolating myself from you guys. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to my family. I am going to work. I'm coming home. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping when I'm not awake doing just the bare minimum functions. And when it's real bad, like Jeez April's Christ. breath right now. <laughs> wow. You got called out on the pot. We're not editing that out, by the way. That stays. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to burp, and I tried to be very discreet about it. But you were the most non-discreet I've ever seen a person be when they burp. April has no sense of how to be inconspicuous. None at all. She, like, turned her head to the side. She, like, fanned it away. It was like a whole production. You could have just burped and we not knew anything. Instead, now we're over here roasting you. Because you don't know how to be incognito. Yeah, I, didn't want to talk about stress. I was trying to, I was trying to have a serious <laughs> moment. It's just 
I didn't. I don't want anyone to like smell it because it's the juice. Why are you drinking that right now? Because it's healthy. <laughs> but it's not. But you're. This is alcohol time, April. Okay, I'm sorry. Please, please, I'm no, sorry. No, the, no the, moment, the moment's over. We're done. We're done. We can't go deep. Clearly, you can't be trusted to go deep on the podcast, so we'll shop that for another time. No, seriously, Brie, continue. Oh, now I can't. Well, it just sounds like, so it sounds like you don't gravitate towards the self-care. I, no, I gravitate towards the isolation, self-destruction, and the, we'll just say, in the worst kinds of ways. Okay. So. so it's a wallowing. It's Wallowing is putting it lightly. Okay. It's, yeah. Because no. I feel like that's what I get into. I get into a, a, a deep pit of wallow, and it's almost like I can't, I can't bring myself out of it. I actually have to get so pissed off. Being angry is what actually gets me out of it. Mm-hmm. So I get into the sad. I get in real deep. I get cozy, vulnerability blanket, the whole nine yards. And then at some point, I just get pissed off because I'm irritated now. I'm irritated that I feel this way. And I feel like that's the only thing that can kind of kick me out of that or at least send me climbing back up the hole. Mm -hmm. So what finally gets you out of it? Do you just have to have time to go through it and feel it? It's usually I get down to like that really deep layer or like not quite as deep down as it'll go, but there's like a point where I just make myself stop. And then I push it aside. I don't, I, I refuse to acknowledge it. Mm. I don't deal with things. I push it to the back of my hand. Like, we're not, we're going to put this in a little box mm-hmm. and we're going to hide this box at the back of the closet. Like, we're not going to open that up until someday down the line it rears its ugly head, which things always do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, we're going to put that extra strong duct tape on this box now. Oh dear, the strong so, duct tape. Yeah, yeah. So Brie and I are, and again, we will get into this heavily on another episode, but Brie and I are very similar in the way that we are introverts. We share a very similar personality type, so I can completely 100% relate to what you, how you are coping or not coping in our case, because I don't think we are coping. But um, for April and Apple, you guys are extroverts. So go ahead. Yeah. I I had about a really big bout of depression coming up here to Toronto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it was the first time I've ever really experienced being this, like, depressed. Um, because moving away from my family, my friends, the job that I liked, uh, coming up here and not knowing anybody, being trapped in a hotel for three months looking for a place to live, like, that put me in the deepest depression I've ever experienced. Like, the type that Brie was ex- um, similar to Brie, like, I would be sleeping. I would be not motivated to do anything. Um, I think it's because I lost all my coping mechanisms. Right. Trying to get out of that. Like before, I used to have you guys, or I used to have, like, you go to work, and I would be, like, buried in work, but I didn't have any of that. Right. You didn't have I your usual lost. distractions. Mm-hmm. And so being lost in this foreign country, only knowing, you know, my husband, it, it was the most difficult battle that I had to deal with and get myself out of. And it was because I lost my identity. Mm. Like I didn't know who I was. And I'm thinking maybe the reason why you're um, maybe unhappy at work, because it seems like everything else, Jen, you're focusing on your health. You're focusing on better development of your, you know, your inner self. Those are growing strong. But I'm thinking 
maybe at work you've lost some sort of identity. I do think that you have hit on something. I think that I've made, I feel like I've made a lot of changes in other ways and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like that, like that doesn't suit me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just feel different. And so it's now uncomfortable to be comfortable, if that makes sense. Because up here, in order for me to get out of my funk, I had to find who I was again. Mm. Like, I had to get, you know, a Canadian social security number. I had to go make friends. I started working out. I started doing things basically from scratch, you know, creating my own identity up here. And it's taking me a long time to get to this point where I can finally say, maybe Toronto isn't that bad. Because I'm giving it more of a chance because I'm trying to carve, you know, my footing here. And same with Lucky. Like, we're, we're having friends now um, where it's not just us versus Toronto. Right. You're, yeah. finding, your, you're finding your niche in a new situation. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Mike. Here comes Mike. Here comes our roommate, Mike. <laughs> Anyways. Should um, we just greet him? Should we just greet we him as he walks in the door? We should yeah. greet him. He's taking a whole lot of time to get up in here. Because you locked this place up like Fort Knox, even though you're awake (laughs) and in the living room. You never know, man. You never know. (laughs) The paranoia is real in this house. Michael! Michael! Hey, yo! Welcome home. I just got rooted on by a bunch of kids last night. You got what? Rooted on. Instead of doing all, I said I can't. So you'll get it one day. Oh, they low key roasted you like that? Jeez. That's friend of the podcast, Mike. He just got home. The kids outside roasted him for not being able to do a skateboard trick. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, anyways, when you do find yourself in a stressful moment, how do you handle that? Do you feel it coming on? Is there something you can do to stop it? Oh, yeah. I know when I'm stressed. Like, okay. I know when I'm starting to get stressed, mm-hmm. and I know when it's, like, reached Peak levels. maximum. Um, basically, I just, I just <laughs> lock myself up in my room, and I just think. As unexciting and anticlimactic as that is, I just kind of just, I just, kind of lock myself up in my room and just, I don't know, think, think, like kind of break things down. I used to be really bad at handling stress. Mm. So I kind of did some research on how I would best deal with stress with my personality type. Mm -hmm. And what was that? What did your research tell you? What's the best way for you to cope? I found that mine was just locking myself up in my room and just (laughs) thinking about myself and prioritizing things. And so then you thinking, get logical. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And, um, like, uh, so I get logical, and then I'm like, you know what? It could always be worse. Oh, it could yeah, always be optimism. worse. Oh, yeah, this optimism. I love it. I love it. Like, I mean, I think about how my problems are in terms of, like, other people's problems, and I'm like, you know what? It could always be worse. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's an unhealthy way to think of things. It might be the Pollyanna. Yeah, Pollyanna. <laughs> Shout out to Sonora Ace. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just that's my mindset. Okay. No, I think that's I think that that's healthy. I think sometimes I know for myself, I get into a little dark hole and I feel like 
I'm the only person going through this. And you're not that special, dude. <laughs> you're not the only person going through this. Like, you don't, first of all, you don't know what other people are going through, A. I just kind of try to remind myself that for me, it's really important to feel like I'm not alone. So, um, you know, I just remind myself that you're not the only person going through this. You're not the only person that's having a hard time at work or that's struggling with, you know, X, Y, and Z. And for me, I just have to remind myself that, you know, my feelings are not who I am. Like, just because I feel bad or I feel sad or I feel depressed, it does not um, encompass my identity or who I am as a person. So I have to... Really, again, with the burping? We're, we're doing I'm it again? I'm sorry. Why are you calling me out? <laughs> because it's so <laughs> obvious. Stop staring at me You're sitting right across from me. I have no other choice but to look at I you. I thought out of my peripheral vision. See? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, and I heard it. That's good oh, to know. Gosh. I just... <laughs> I, I feel like um, I am a type of person who will kind of keep things to myself and bottle it up, so it really helps me to be able to talk about it. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate that. Um, that makes me feel much, much better. So, girls, I think we've touched on a lot of topics today. We talked about Toronto, the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> we still want to come and visit Toronto. We love you, Toronto. We love you, Canadians. We do, we do. Toronto. Good. You know what? We're also tell somebody who's not living in Toronto because they say Toronto instead of Toronto. Toronto. Yes. So wait, is it Toronto or Toronto? People who are natives here, they call they say Toronto. Okay. Like, and you've been saying Toronto. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Got it. So uh, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you so much. Apple for coming on with us tonight. You are on Eastern Standard Time, and I know that it is quite late at your house right now, so thank you for taking the time out to come on the show and talk with us. We hope that we get to have you on another episode soon. Oh, I hope to be on many episodes. Yes. <laughs> okay, as usual, April and Bree, thank you for being my guest. Does anybody have any parting words? April, any last words? Uh... I'm really sorry for burping. It is a natural bodily function. <laughs> okay. We're going to need you to work on it, but absolutely. You're right. Save the juice for after. Yeah. Recording. I will save the juice for after. No <laughs> more green juice on my podcast, okay? Maybe it was the Riesling. Maybe it was the bubble. No, girl. No, you didn't girl. start doing that until you drank that green drink. That's all green drink. Bree? And that was some still Riesling. There was no bubbles. Bree, parting words. <laughs> Um, parting words. Uh, have a great evening, everybody. Okay, we'll take Short it. Short and simple. Short and sweet. Do you <laughs> have some more words? Free on your evening commute <laughs> with some smooth jazz oh, for all you lovers out there. Uh, that would definitely not be my radio station. <laughs> um, Apple, do you have any parting words for us? Let's go, Raptors. Woo! Okay. Woo! Raptors 2020. <laughs> Toronto. Yes. Toronto, not Toronto. Toronto. Uh, my parting yes. words are um, take care of yourself. Your mental health is very important. Oh, once again, thank you, Sonora. Sonora. You've been amazing. Thank you, Sonora. She's the reason that it doesn't sound like we're doing this podcast in an echo chamber. <laughs> we appreciate you. All right. <laughs> Bye, friend. Bye. Bye. Bye, friend. Woo! Yay. Oh, wait. She hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, it's a <laughs> <laughs>